Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome into another episode of Believe in the ATP Tour. I'm your host, Jacob Sersosimo, and today you're listening on the Believe Network. It's already quarterfinal time at the U.S. Open, and we're going to get right to it. Probably a shorter episode today, but we're going to talk about what it's what it's taken to get to the quarterfinals for these players, who's in the quarterfinals, and how that sets them up for the rest of the tournament. First off, we need to see who is in the quarterfinals. This ended late on Monday night, Labor Day night, because of a really long match, which we'll get to here in a second, but in the top part of the bracket, it is Carlos Alcaraz playing Alexander Sferov. Now, Sferov and Sinner had a four-hour and 41-minute five-set match on Monday night, late into the night, about 1 o'clock in the morning, New York time. Sinner started cramping. Sferov was struggling. Sferov goes on to win this match, and when he wins this match, he says, I think I'm finally back. It's taken him a while to get back fully from his leg injury that he sustained at the French Open last year. And getting a massive win like this at the U.S. Open on Arthur Ashe late at night, it's remarkable. It's a huge win for Sverev. The unfortunate part is he was almost on court for five hours, and now he's got to go play Carlos Alcaraz. As we move down, it's the Russians playing each other. Janail Medvedev and Andrei Rublev will play for a chance to play Alcaraz or Sverev. That's at the top side of the bracket. And at the bottom side of the bracket, three Americans playing at the bottom side of the bracket. However... Will they come through? Because it is Novak Djokovic, who's the non-American there. A huge matchup on Tuesday as Taylor Fritz and Novak Djokovic will meet on Tuesday afternoon in Arthur Ashe Stadium. Elements are going to be hot. I know it's going to be a challenge for them, but that's going to be a good match. And then it's Ben Shelton playing Francis Tiafo as the other quarterfinal that is happening on the bottom half of the bracket. Now, the Taylor Fritz-Novak Djokovic match just started as I'm podcasting this episode. As I'm talking right now, it's going on in the other room, and I was watching it a little bit, and what I'm about to say for this episode was already predetermined before I started watching the match. So I don't want you to think that I watched some of it, and now this is my opinion on it. This would still be my opinion on it, even if it, you know, even if Taylor Fritz won the first set 6-0. Um, my opinion on this matchup is Taylor Fritz is going to have to play absolutely lights out to beat Novak Djokovic. You know, Djokovic might have to struggle a little bit when it comes to the conditions. Taylor is younger, but Djokovic takes really good care of his body. Something's going to have to happen. Novak's going to have to struggle a little bit, and Fritz is going to have to take full advantage of every opportunity he has if he wants to win this match. Do I think Fritz wins this match? No, because I picked Novak Djokovic to win this, but that's not just because. It's because I just saw a stat on ESPN that said they've played seven times, Novak's won all seven times, and Taylor Fritz has only won two of 17 sets he's played against Novak Djokovic. This would be the place for him to beat him as well. I'm not saying Taylor Fritz can't beat him. I'm just saying Taylor Fritz has to play really, really well in order to beat Novak Djokovic and the level that Novak's playing at right now. Another thing of note is... You know, sometimes players have like one bad match a tournament and it kind of wakes them up for the rest of the time. Novak's already had that match. He played Jerry and went to five sets with him, lost the first two sets. So he's kind of already had that wake-up call this tournament in in the fact of like, oh my gosh, we got to actually start going here and get something done. So do I think Novak Djokovic beats Taylor Fritz? 
I do. Would I love to see Taylor Fritz win? Absolutely. The American? It'd be awesome to get an American in the final because if the, he wins, it's going to go to Ben Shelton, Francis Tiafo, and then, you know, it'd be American, American. One of them is going to make the final. I would love to see that. I just don't know if, it, if it'll happen. And what we're looking at in the quarterfinals right now is what we kind of expect during all these tournaments. Yeah, there's a lot of big names in it. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, other underdogs that you expect to make runs. But when it comes to the quarterfinals, it's usually going to be massive names and really, really good players. It's just really hard to make it this far in a tournament. I'm really looking forward to the Ben Shelton uh, Francis Tiafo match. I think it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be electric. It's late. It's late night at Ash. Like it's going to be really, really, really good. And I can't wait for it. Two youngsters. I think there's going to be stars in the stands. Um, Jimmy Butler's been there like four of the last five nights or something. I bet he's back to watch Taylor Fritz and Ben Shelton. If Ben Shelton can be consistent enough, he has enough power, I think, to really be anybody. It just comes down to his consistency. Can he be consistent in order to make a really, really big push at the U.S. Open? That's the big question we have right now. I'm really looking forward to that match, though. On the top half of the bracket, Carlos going to play Sverev. Sverev, I think, is you know playing good enough tennis to beat him. However, he just had a you know a huge match that went really really long, so I'm not so sure that he'll be able to sustain a high level throughout the entire course to beat Alcaraz. Because if he beats Alcaraz, I think he's got to do it in four or five. And can he go back to back against Sinner and Alcaraz? I feel for Sinner. I really really do. Sinner is a remarkable player. He just can't seem to get over the hump at Grand Slams. He just runs into somebody and something happens. It's going to happen, though. I think Yannick Sinner is a Grand Slam winning type player. Absolutely. Multiple. I think he can win multiple. He's really, really good, and I think he's on the cusp of it. He just hasn't done it yet. And then you look at the All-Russian quarterfinal. It's, you know, Daniil Medvedev and Andrei Rublev. It seems like Medvedev wins most of these matchups, and I think here at the U.S. Open he wins this one as well. It's going to be really, really good. Am I changing my pick to win it? No. I still think it's going to be you know, Novak Djokovic, the way that Djokovic is playing uh, right now. It's lethal. I think I think it's he's a weapon on the court. He's hard to beat. He's hard to stop. And I'm really put I'm doubling down on Djokovic just the way he's playing. And I don't even know what the score is in the other room right now. I, I know that he's playing better and he's up, he's up a break against Fritz. Um, but that literally it's Novak Djokovic. That had nothing to do with my pick um, when when looking at this match. Ben Shelton had to beat Tommy Paul. He beat him in four sets. I would have loved to see Paul make a big run here. But it's the other three Americans making it to the quarterfinals. With that, the three American men in the quarterfinals, this is the first time that three American men have been in the quarterfinals since 2005. And it's Fritz, it's Shelton, and it's Francis Tiafo this year. Francis Tiafo, he is the first American man to reach consecutive U.S. Open quarterfinals since Andy Roddick did it in 06 through 08. And Ben Shelton in his first ever U.S. Open quarterfinal appearance. The men's side is really gearing up to be a good last week. There's some quality names in it, quality players, and a lot of guys that can show up on big-time stages. So, like I said, I'm really looking forward to seeing how the Americans can do. But Carlos Alcaraz seems like you know he's had a really smooth tournament thus far. And we'll see if he can keep it moving and make it to the final. Because I think a lot of people would really love to see a Djokovic-Alcaraz final. Because I know I would. Get them again in a final, it would be, it would be awesome. Let's go to the women's side. The women's side is very, very competitive. Iga Sviatek, she lost to Ostapenko. She is out. Um, and with that, Arena Sabalenka will become the new world number one. Um, from April 4th, 2022 to September 10th, 2023, that was the length of time that Sviatek was 
number one in the world, 75 consecutive weeks in her first stint at, as WTA world number one, third longest after Steffi Graf, 186, and Martina Hingis at 80. So an incredible run by Iga Fiatek at world number one. She lost to Ostapenko, just did not look the same. Ans Jabur out of the tournament. Uh, a lot of the bigger names, you know, falling, but one big name, Still in this tournament, and that is Coco Goff. Coco won on Tuesday morning to get herself into her first ever semifinal at the U.S. Open. The other quarterfinals, it's uh, Christia and Mukova, and then it's Madison Keys. She beat uh, Jessica Pagula, a great win by Keys to play Vondrasova, and then Zeng will play Sabalenka. So some good names still in there. Madison Keys making a run as the American is awesome to see. Didn't see it coming, to be honest. I thought Pagula was going to kind of run through this whole thing. But Madison Keys playing a fantastic tournament though this far. She's going to have to play Vandrasova, which is going to be a battle. But if she can do that, she'll run into Sabalenka most likely in the, in the semifinals. Uh, but my pick to win this tournament's over. So I guess I'm, I don't know why I'm just realizing that, but my pick was Iga. And she lost. So who do I think is going to win it out of here? Probably Sabalenka or Goff. I, I would, I, you know, I'm going to pick Goff. I think Goff is playing really, really good tennis right now. She seems super focused. She seems super dialed in. And the way she's playing right now, I think this could be her breakout tournament to finally get that Grand Slam title that she's been waiting so long for. So that's this week's podcast. I told you it'd be short. I just want to talk about the semis. I wanted to get it out of the way. Uh, or the quarterfinals, I should say. I wanted to touch on it, let you know what's going on. It's been a great tournament this far. And now we're going into the second week where all the money is made. You know when they say drive for show, putt for dough? Well, we're kind of in the putting era where this is where it gets nitty gritty. You're not playing no names anymore. You're playing some of the biggest players in the world. And you got to win three matches. Quarterfinal, semi, and final against some of the greatest greatest players in the world. So that's going to do it for this week's episode of Believe in the ATP Tour. I appreciate you listening. We will touch base probably at the end of this week or beginning of next week as the U.S. Open wraps up. It's going to be fantastic. Watch it. It's going to be great. Djokovic, Goff. Could they win it? I don't know. I'd love to see a double American win it, a sweep. Wouldn't that be awesome? Like Shelton, Tiafo, or Fritz and Coco Goff win it? Madison Keys win it? That would be amazing. Okay, adios, bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.